You can reinvent yourself. That's what's great about being an adult. You can reinvent yourself and people will accept your reinvention. Welcome to the Life is Rich podcast. I'm Bonnie Rich, and this week we're starting a series called Listen to Your Bubby. Two stars of our film Life is Rich, my daughter Leah Rich and my mom Florine Bernstein, will be in conversation about a topic that I'll have Leah introduce. But first, this podcast is sponsored by the film Life is Rich. It's funny, it's got latkes and four generations of family, and you can find out more at lifeisrichfilm.com. So Leah, what advice are you asking Bubby for today? Today, I want to talk to Bubby about fashion. She's probably one of the most fashionable people I know. She can just roll out of bed and look amazing. When I was in middle school, my style was concert tees, and now it's pretty much just workout clothes, and you've never called me a hot mess express, and I very much appreciate your kindness, but I think it's time that you teach me how to upgrade my style. I feel that I have never had a sense of style, but I'm wondering if as I get older, I will start to appreciate fashion more. So Bubby, I wanted to know, when did you decide that it was important to like, to dress up, to look good? It was when Aunt Sherry was about seven years old, we'd moved back to Omaha, my Aunt Esther was living in the Blumkin home for the elderly. And we went to see her once or twice a week. And she always had matching earrings, matching shoes, and, you know, nice dress on. And I thought, wow, this is something I need to go for. And then I started thinking about, why did I even care about it? And I thought, the truth was that when I was little and I was growing up, Nobody ever told me I was pretty or I was cute <laughs> or noticeable. And as I was growing up, I had boyfriends who would tell me I was beautiful. And my response to that would always be in your eyes, including to my husband, your Zadie, who told me that all the time. And I, this was a good thing to go for because I would then be noticed if I could be put together. It wasn't even really fashionable. It was just a question of put together. I actually, I, I wasn't expecting that response, but, but it sounds like it's been really empowering for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving to California was the first thing where I had to change my personality. Totally. (laughs) That was the first makeover. And then the clothing thing became something that, uh, just, I, it was something that did get me noticed. We moved back to Omaha and we were in Omaha and it was like my aunt would right back to my dad that everybody at the synagogue thought I was a panyanka, which in Russian meant a uh, princess, <laughs> because I always dress so nicely, according to Omaha's standards anyway. <laughs> so I thought, this is good, because <laughs> I'm never going to be beautiful. 
so you kind of, you broke out of your shell, you were really quiet, and then you stopped being quiet. And I was wondering if those two things went hand in hand, if you stopped being quiet and started getting into fashion at the same time. No, actually, well, they were seven years apart because we moved to California when I was 26 and this happened when I was 33. So that was the first thing. And it, being in California and away from everyone with three uh, toddlers uh, was very devastating to me, really. And I thought I'm going to either go crazy and end up in a mental institution or I'm going to have to change myself completely. But it was a thing that you can't be the old Florine anymore. You just have to make yourself over. And you can't do this. <laughs> what age did you say, like, when you were in California? California, I was 26 through uh, 32. And then Aunt Esther was when I was 33. And from there, you, you build to the point that you can go to the doctor's office and the three African-American ladies will say to you, oh, my God, you're so well-dressed. <laughs> and I say, thank you. You must have been the queen of your high school. I said, no, I was not the queen of my high school at all. I had three shirts and three skirts and three sweaters, and that's what I wore. My mother bought them. I wore them. There was, there was no fashion involved in that. It was, they were clothing. So I wanted to know what age you were because everybody that I know is between 26 and 33 years old. And I think we all think we're supposed to know who we are like completely by this point in our lives. And we're supposed to have all our stuff together. Um, but it's nice to know that, you know, between those years, you can still reinvent yourself. Yeah, you can reinvent yourself. That's what's great about being an adult. You can reinvent yourself and people will accept your reinvention. When I went back to Omaha for uh, Jeff Parker's bar, bar Mitzvah, I had people that I used to double date with say to me, you can't be that same girl. You never said one thing in when sitting in the back of the car with your date, Alan, what have you. And he says, now we've been at this table and you have not stopped talking at and I said, well, my cousins and I have a contest going at who can talk the most in the least amount of time, and they're all here in the synagogue. But my point is that you can change. As an adult, you can make changes. Remember, I moved all over this country. <laughs> well, honestly, Leah, I, I made a movie at 50, so, you know, you can remake That's yourself true. at any you point You can remake your yourself life. anytime. I know. I think, I think the millennial, I mean, I'm sure it's not just millennials, but you know, that we graduate college and we we think we're supposed to know exactly what we want to do for our careers. And even though we know that people change in their careers and they change their interests like six, 10 times in their lifetime, still, I think we find so much pressure that we have to know everything when we're so young, but there's like, I'm, I'm learning to enjoy the journey instead of just like trying to reach for the outcome. You want a house and stuff. So outcome is important too. Like it's okay to focus on outcome. Right. But if I, if I'm, what if I'm too hyper-focused on the outcome and then I never get the outcome, then I'm just going to be so sad. Well, then you adjust the outcome. You change the goal. Yeah. You, you know, it, there's not a stop on you because you're 28 years old and you're doing fantastic things. Really. Fantastic. Amazing. Never, it never crossed my Thanks. mind you would do all these things. 
Let me rewind to Aunt Esther, who had a certain sense of style in the Bloomberg home or the Blumenthal yeah. home. Um, Blumkin. Like, Aunt Esther came from Lithuania, right? <laughs> Where, like, she was a Hasidic Jew, so... Uh, Right, the family was. But they were. They didn't well, call them. <laughs> okay, well, they were. He, they, her, the yeah. mom. Her the father mom, was a scholar, and the mother was a oh, ran a little grocery store. Right. And, so where did Aunt Esther like get this sense of style? You and know? it just it was after she'd moved into the home that she got the sense of style, <laughs> and she was not a really attractive person uh, either. I mean, you know, but uh, she was the oldest, so she was very bossy. So wait a minute, she didn't get a sense of style till she was like 80? Well, or... 70s, late 70s, yeah. So there you go. So there you go. Never too late. Ann Esther didn't get it until she went into the, and then maybe right. that was her I'm... outlet of creativity, you know? Yeah. There was a lot of people around. She wanted to look good every day. Yeah. She saw a lot of people every single day starting at breakfast <laughs> and she wanted to, and she probably looked at somebody whose shoes and earrings matched and said, I'm going for that look. Okay. I've just decided when I turn 80, I'm going to buy and wear red lipstick. That's going to be my thing when I'm 80. Red I, lipstick is not and I, I'm not going to worry about it. No, before. no do that. it's not an attractive color. <laughs> It just, your mouth walks into the room before you do it. <laughs> Stick with whatever you I'm wearing know. red lipstick next time we do this, Maybe just so we can see what Bubby says. No, I, we wore red lipstick. This is what you started with, was tangy red lipstick, and your lips preceded you. Well, that, it's that. very in right now. We forgot to talk about how you used to make your own dresses for events and weddings. Remember I wore that shiny green dress to homecoming one year? Yeah. Um, did you make your own dresses because you liked to do it or because it's how you could afford That dresses? particular dress was because I could not afford someone, a cousin was getting married and I, we really didn't have extra money to buy a dress. And for $5, I could go out and buy all the material and the trim and I really like to sew. So I made it and I made clothes for Aunt Sherry. I don't remember if I made clothes for you or not. I still have some of the stuff that I made for Aunt Sherry, but I really enjoyed sewing. And so this was something I could do because I had the skill for doing it. And it was a necessity at certain points because there just wasn't that kind of extra money. And that's how that dress grew to be. <laughs> that's awesome because it's like, well, I have nothing to wear, so I guess I can't go. But no, no, I you never solved said the that. problem. You <laughs> no. made your I own outfit. No, I have to have a dress. This <laughs> is a wedding. You have to have a new dress for the wedding. <laughs> you, were, I, you were much more sustainable with your fashion than people are today. People would buy one dress and then never wear it again and oh, no. potentially throw it away. No. I, I Even today, I have stuff that's like 20 years old, 30 years old. <laughs> still wear well I think you're yeah. proof that you just get better with age like Thank you're you. I, I would say you're the most confident person I know you're I, I've always felt like you're very sure of who you are yeah and the older and, I get yeah the you know more you're confident. a very powerful female figure 
the more confident I get. <laughs> because you get to a point where you really don't care. You don't care what other people really think on this. You've already made up your mind. This is what you're going to do. And it's like, I don't care. You like it. You don't like it. This is what it is. All right. So let's say, let's say I wanted to, at some point in the future, upgrade my style. However, I find it very overwhelming because I wouldn't even know where to start. So if you could recommend start here, where would that start place be? I have no idea. <laughs> My thing was when I, when I used to go in stores and I would see stuff that I'd like, the ladies always said, go into the dressing room and try it on and see what it looks like on. Because what something looks like on a hanger and what it looks like on your body or for your skin tone, you can't tell. And that's really... That was there wasn't anything that pushed me one way or the other, and I still I still buy clothes like that. Do I like it? Do I think it's going to look good on me? Will it cover my entire arm? <laughs> you know, stuff like this. So now that now that I'm hearing all this, I think I have made the choice. It the I think I have made the choice to not go into beauty because I am in a very sweaty industry. Like I just sweat for a living. So I don't, I don't actually have anywhere to wear a nice outfit. And even like now that we're in a pandemic, I'm not going out to restaurants. So I, I think that hair and maybe a little bit of mascara to make me look more awake, like those are, those would be my top priorities. If you access my masterclass, there's a masterclass by Bobby Brown on doing makeup. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, we should look at that together. Yeah, maybe we should. But what's funny is like, you're telling me that I already knew that. And I still am like, ugh, I don't have any interest in that. But everybody else my age, it feels like all the other girls have so much style. They're actually really interested in all this stuff. They love learning about new products. And and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why don't I? But, but it actually, it doesn't bother me. But I'm like, at what point is there going to be a point where I'm like, I should... I should definitely learn this stuff. I think you're interested in other things like helping other people. And beside that, you're beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you can't exclude that. You are. You don't need the makeup. As you get older, you may need it. And I mean, you know, older like your mom. <laughs> yeah, little bits here and there to cover things up. But your whole face, you just, you're a beautiful, you have a beautiful face. I'm sorry, I didn't have a beautiful face and I didn't have the confidence to think, this is good enough. <laughs> this is the best I am and this is good enough back then. So I needed something to prop myself up. This is why everybody needs a bubby because I know that you value beauty and fashion, but you've never pushed it on me like it was something that I had to do. And you honestly, you never pushed it on any of us. You're very just do what lights you up. That seems to be our message. Do what makes you happy. Well, yeah. Help other people. Well, because then you get to be my age and you realize even the clothes are not really that important. Yeah, they, they make you feel better. And But it's like the important things are you, your mom, my whole family. This is what's really important. These are the things that make me happy. It isn't all the other stuff. I have a lot of other stuff. The other stuff aren't the important things of life. And we're at a very bad point with the, uh, 
uh, virus and the whole thing. And the things, I don't find anything to complain about because I am very fortunate and that there isn't really anything I can't have. And I have the best family in the world. So people are what are important, and the closer they are, the more important they are. And you have gone outside the family circle, and you're interested in helping everybody. There isn't any, that's what a, a mensch is, that's where you get mitzvah points, and all this God looks down upon you and is pleased, because this is what it's all about to be a human being. So I, I have a question for Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> that was lovely, and I completely agree that that it is all about family but here we are and even if we weren't doing a podcast Bubby would still be wearing like a whole outfit with like her cardigan has these lovely she has six yeah this is this she has to be a dress five <laughs> buttons on the blue cardigan <laughs> thank you and a lovely paisley shirt and uh right. nice pants now um I believe family is important and I wear uh you know first pajamas second pajamas so why do you still get up and and put on a whole like put together outfit every day to please myself first of all and in case somebody comes to the door and I have to open the door I want to look good what am I gonna tell you I don't look like I just slept out of bed (laughs) that's the best response ever you're doing it for you you're not doing it for anyone else and if I have to go outside I can go outside if there's, you know, something going on. I can go outside. But mainly, the truth is, I dress to please myself. And this is why I get up and I put on my watch, my earring, <laughs> you know, and what have you, and have an outfit on. I sleep in my old clothes. <laughs> well, I just want to add that Bubby's also wearing a, a beautiful little necklace. Yes, uh, along that, with I do that. Else. That's just automatically. <laughs> Well, so, Leah, I I think something Bobby just said is sort of like, I mean, we all have our own outlets for creativity and some people's outlet for creativity is their their sense of style. And, you know, so Bobby gets dressed and puts on a great outfit every day. That's part of her creative process. It's not part of mine or yours, you know, which I think Bobby already said. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, it's very it it's empowering because now I can absolutely relate to what you said. You said, I get dressed because I'm doing it for myself and I like it for myself. And that's honestly why I exercise. I I do it for myself. I'm not trying to like change my body or look a certain way for anybody else, but I feel strong when I work out. Um, Mom, what about you? What's your thing that you do for yourself? Well, I mean, I I write every day. I, there's a lot of writing I do that I don't share with anybody. And uh, I think a lot of people don't even know what they do to feel empowered. No, I think you're right. You basically take charge of your own life. And you got to figure out what's important to you, what you want. And like, if I couldn't buy the clothes, I wouldn't buy the clothes. <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> and my focus really at this point in my life is really taking care of Zadie. And so far, I've done a pretty good job. <laughs> I, <laughs> I consider it, uh, you know, and uh, he's still with me. Um, I don't think I have any other questions. I don't know if any of this worked, but it was yes, fun. it was yeah, a lot of it fun. it was definitely. <laughs> and I actually got to think about why did I go that particular route? And 
I uh, psychologically analyzed myself and I said, this is pretty much the reason you did that. If you want more Bubby tips and you like this podcast, please subscribe, give us a five-star review, write us a review, share with your friends. And if you'd like to find out more about our film Life is Rich and get a chuckle from the teaser, go to lifeisrichfilm.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.